it sounds a lot easier than it is, but like, this is about your health and your mental health. And in the end, like, if you don't do this, you can get worse and worse and worse. The Your Life Sucks podcast, destigmatizing mental health through discussion. Hi, all. Welcome back to the podcast. And today we're here with Anina Jasper Brody. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thanks so much for coming on. Anina is going to be speaking about her generalized anxiety disorder. Generalized anxiety disorder, or GAD, is when an individual experiences chronic anxious feelings and it makes them unable to carry out daily life functions. Symptoms of GAD include restlessness, hypervigilance, irritability, lack of concentration, and or difficulty falling asleep. GAD is one of the many disorders on the anxiety disorder spectrum. In the United States, anxiety disorders are among the most common mental illnesses, affecting 18.1% of the population. By the age of 18, nearly 32% of adolescents will meet the criteria for an anxiety disorder. And in a Pew Research Center survey, 70% of teenagers say that anxiety is a major problem among peers, and an additional 26% say it's a minor problem. So, Anina, let's begin We're going to start in second grade with your father's passing. Let's talk about that and how that affected your mental health. So when I was in second grade, my father passed away from cancer. Um, I was eight years old, and this is really where my anxiety started. When he died, I was worried about what would happen with the rest of my family, with my mom and um, my twin brother. So this came when I was, I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to go to my friends for playdates. I didn't want to go to school. I would call my mom or my brother, and if they didn't pick up the phone, my mind automatically went to the worst place. I assumed that something happened to them, that they, God forbid, died or got arrested, and now moving into your teenage years, how how did this, this trauma continue to affect you? In seventh grade, I was still not really wanting to go to school. Not as, like, I'm not going. I didn't refuse as much, but I still was scared, again, if someone, when I called them, if they didn't pick up the phone, um my mind still went to the worst place. You didn't want and to go to school because you were afraid to leave your fam- your mom. Y- yeah, I okay. didn't want to go. I was scared that if I went, when I came home, um, no one would be there. I would be alone. And mm-hmm. I knew that if no one went anywhere, then that wouldn't be a problem because I would always be with them. I would go to school because I had to learn. Um, but I really, I really wasn't able to pay attention. I really wasn't learning anything. Um, a side note, I was failing school pretty much. Like my grades were horrible because I was not learning anything. You just couldn't, um, you just couldn't focus. There was such an anxious feeling in you. Yeah. I mean, I, well, during school, I wasn't with my mom and my brother, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I was not able to communicate with them during the day so I had this fear of like something's happening to them right now and I literally Mm -hmm. remember there was one time that like 
I don't know why I like fell down the stairs um, and my mind went to somewhere somewhere where I was like, I just fell down the stairs, which means that something bad just happened to my mom. Mm-hmm. How did it affect them? Um, it wasn't easy, honestly, because they were much more like independent and I, me wanting to be with them all the time was really hard for them. Like, obviously they love me, but they were like, you're going in like you're in seventh grade you're 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 like not a little kid anymore like you can't you this can't be your whole life mm-hmm. did your mom ever suggest seeking help yeah so I am in therapy mm-hmm. uh, I started therapy when I was in fifth grade to deal with my anxiety I mean obviously it's not like it helps it doesn't cure it mm-hmm. um but it definitely helps now let's talk about how you how you recovered from this specific episode. Okay. Summer of seventh grade, I went to sleepaway camp for the first time. Sleepaway camp was something that I never imagined me going to. Sounds um, like your biggest fear. Yeah, it really was. It was like, it wasn't only leaving my house for eight hours. It was leaving my house for a whole month. And it was really scary. And I remember a conversation I had with my mom where my mom's my brother has been going to sleepaway camp since second grade like forever and Mm -hmm. my mom really wanted me to experience it and she was like like you're going and I'm like no and she's like okay fine and then like two weeks later she's like you're going I signed you up and that whole year was really scary like leading up to that but it was the best summer ever and I remember feeling like okay fine if if I can be away for a month then obviously like my anxiety is not as like strong and I can do other things I came into my into eighth grade feeling very good about myself feeling that I just came back from a very transformative summer feeling that I can do this I don't have to be afraid to go to school every day Um, and first half of eighth grade was really good, but then the second half of eighth grade, I started realizing that my friends were really, like, not the best people to hang around with. They got me into um, some situations that just, like, were very dramatic, and they were just not good to the point where I would be crying myself to sleep. Um, I wouldn't want to, again, so what happened in seventh grade would be was coming back in eighth grade I wasn't able to concentrate mm-hmm. during class well, what, what was the fear behind not concentrating in class this time if it was a fear in class I was thinking about these friends who were just really like judging me for everything that I did mm-hmm. did you start to fear leaving your house again being away from your family I did start fearing leaving my house again because I felt again like if I don't leave my house there's nothing there's nothing there's no harm because I won't be around people and no one will be judging me and watching me also in eighth grade I stopped eating why'd you do that um because my friends would always as I said before they would always judge everything I did um when I would eat um, they would say, oh, why are you eating that? That's disgusting. Or don't eat that. Um, and they just like really made me feel bad about myself. So I just mm-hmm. wouldn't eat. And I remember one day I 
was sitting with my friends for lunch and they said like oh like then you know like you're gonna be anorexic if you don't eat and I was like oh and then that's when I realized like this isn't good like I need to get out of this how did the not eating affect your attitude it for sure affected my attitude to my peers it also affected my attitude at home when I would get home after a long day of school and already be very stressed and anxious about all the work I had and I was really hungry because I wasn't eating from 8 a.m. to 4.30 or 5. Um, and I would get home and just, like, be really, really mean to my family. Like, not nice at all. How did you address this in your therapy? So I talked to my therapist about this. I, It was the end of eighth grade, so I was going into high school. I knew that I needed to get out of this friend situation because my friends were so judgy and controlling I would talk to my therapist about being scared to say I can't be friends with you anymore I remember having a conversation of her saying like it it sounds a lot easier than it is but like this is about your health and your mental health and in the end like if you don't do this you can get worse and worse and worse Mm -hmm. together you found the courage to and the friendship. I mean, yeah, high school really was like very easy to do that because there were a lot of new people and new um, opportunities. Do you think in high school it was just easier to to end end the friendships and just end this yeah. peak of anxiety? Thank you very much for your story, Nina. Thank you. Our summary question is: As I mentioned earlier, anxiety disorders are the most one of the most common mental illnesses in the U.S. As someone who has recovered from episodes of anxiety, what do you think society can be doing to reduce the frequency of this illness? So I think it's a really good question. I think there's a lot that just contributes to anxiety. I think that the day and age we live in with all the competition of where are you going to college and what did you get on this test? And just like, what's your GPA? It's it's very like anxiety provoking. I think that especially like our age and like going into junior year and ACTs and SATs and all that. And you think limiting that would definitely take off some anxiety from yeah, adolescence? Yeah, sure. Anita, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Of course. This concludes the episode of the podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and DM if you're interested in being a guest on the show. Bye.